Hey, welcome back, y'all. It's another episode of Room 1710 in association with Icon Studio Suite. Today, I got a really special guest with me. It's a really big treat. Uh, I'd like to welcome Lola Jones. She is the owner of the Blue Dollar mm -hmm. Custom Boutique Store. And also, she is part of the, uh, she is a costume design consultant <laughs> for the up and coming uh, season of P Valley 2. Yep. Welcome, Lola. How you Thank doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. That's good. That's good. That's good. I'm glad to have you here. So uh, what made you start your own boutique store? How'd that come about? Well, initially, the plan is to open up a queer strip club. Oh, okay. and I, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's new information for you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's the main goal. Okay. okay? Um, my first job when I was 18, it was actually for a pole studio here in Houston. Okay. I worked for a few of them. Um, and then I found myself working for the Beauty Cave in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to immerse myself somewhere that was always going to deal with uh, the exotic world because I felt like it made more sense. I didn't want to work a regular job that didn't pertain to my career. Um, and then I had a really bad falling out with my former boss at the Beauty Cave, mm -hmm. and I decided I would start my own shit. Yeah. So I started this in 2018, worked out of my mother's home, and opened up oh. the storefront. Yeah, I was just working from out of home at okay. first. You and know? just sending out orders? Yeah, via okay. Instagram. Yeah. Um, my bedroom was my whole studio office space. Uh, had the mannequin set up and then opened up storefront in 2020. Yep, late 2020. Okay, so during the pandemic, that's when you started your... Yes. Or that's when you opened up your store. Yes, Man. actually. So how was that like opening up in the middle of the pandemic? Was it like late 2020? or? Yeah, it was, it was September 2020. Okay, okay. And um, like I was telling you earlier, my spiritual gifts. <laughs> that shit kicked off in, in, during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and my mother just wakes up and she's like, I think God wants me to help you open your store. And I'm like, um, okay, what the hell? Uh, so she makes me come over here. She's like, show me where you already think about getting your store. And then on that day, she's like, yeah, let's, you're signing the lease. I'm going to help you for a year. You need to get off your feet. Oh, wow. And I was just like, okay, what the fuck? I mean, she's conservative. <laughs> so I, to this day, I don't know what the hell was going on. Um, but definitely, yeah, started during hey. the pandemic. Yeah, man, that's frightening. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, I think I, matter of fact, I did start the process of this in, during the pandemic, too. I didn't okay. get started exactly because... Wanted to do face-to-face -face interviews, and it was real hard, oh, but yeah. I know when I set everything up, it was during the pandemic, so I can only imagine how it was here. Like, yeah. did people come into the store, or were you <laughs> yeah. kind of doing how you were in your room, just kind of shipping things out? Um, it was a lot tinier, because as soon as you came to the doorway, you're dealing with me sitting yeah. down. Um, but yeah, I, I did actually have a few good customers come. Um, bottle service, they could never stop needing outfits, right? Uh yeah. But, yeah, actually, I don't know how I did that, but I did it. Because I didn't do P-Valley until 2021. Okay, okay. So, yeah. And so how has that process been with uh, P-Valley? Because that's real exciting. That I, <laughs> I, I want to throw a whole party. Like, I want to have liquor sponsoring the event. Like, oh, so I, I don't know, man. Somebody kept, like, people kept telling me, you need to watch P-Valley. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? I stars, right? So I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. And uh, then I started watching it. And I'm like, oh, that's what y'all talking about. <laughs> um, and one day I just got up out of my bed and I'm like, I want to be on that show. Oh, you want to be on there too? Oh, okay. I'm you know sorry. what? Let's manifest because yes. Okay. Because okay. I love being on cameras. Yeah. I grew up doing theater. So 
But yeah, I wanted my clothes on the show. You wanted um, your clothes on the show, okay. What did I do? I sort of like stalked the costume design team. Like I, <laughs> I literally typed in costume design P-Valley because um, the lady I got in contact with, she's like, how did you find me? Mm-hmm. She has like 400 followers. Um, I told her straight up, I looked you up, lady, and I want my stuff on this store, like this uh, show. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, are you... That's it? Like, I don't have to, like, get on my knees. Like, what is going on? <laughs> um, <laughs> so she just, like, looks through my shit, and she's like, yeah, um, just go ahead and start texting us. Yeah. So I started acting a fool on Instagram. Like, I started bragging. I'm like, oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, that's, yeah that's how it went. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, you know, full disclosure, start watching it until I met you because, you know, my friend oh, told me about you. Yeah. I mean, there's so many shows. And I try to keep all the shows that I watch down to I don't minimum. even think you're their main demographic. That's completely understandable. Like You think so? Well, the males, I mean, it's a... A straight man? You're straight? I mean, but it's female strippers. Yeah, I'm straight, but it's female strippers. Yeah, but let me tell you, every straight man, even the Uber driver here today, uh-huh. he's like, yeah, I watch P-Valley. I don't want you to think I like the gay men, though, but like, yeah. I watch P-Valley. And I'm like, okay, every man says that. I don't give a fuck. I don't even think of it as a gay man show, but... Y'all good. I, yeah, yeah. It was a little hard with those certain scenes. Y'all always talk like about that. them scenes. I don't it even is. remember them scenes. Like, that is so funny. It yeah, affects you all differently. I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't care to watch it. You know, I, I have like nothing against anybody. But, but yeah, but it's still a really good show, though. I really like yes. it. Uh, you know, I always tell everybody when I describe it, it's like the if uh, the Players Club had a TV show, like this would kind of be it. It's a different And I always story. thought Players Club should have a TV show. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's why I think, you know, with this season two coming up, you know, it's going to be really exciting for your clothing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for people who are just listening, you know, um, on YouTube, we have her boots right here around, and it's like really, really nice Thank you. stuff here. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, what you Me bring too. to the table. Me too. I'm excited to see this flavorful ass shit on the show. Like, everything I sent out had some, it was flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Everything is flamboyant. So mm-hmm. I'm ready. And I'm going to like screenshot everything and I'm not going to shut up about it. Like yeah. it's probably going to be me two, three months talking about that shit. <laughs> and everything here is custom made too, right? Uh, Yeah, actually. Wow. Yeah. Everything is made by hand. Yeah. Even yeah. if I work, even if I outsource it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what makes your store different compared to other p- boutique stores? Like what separates you? Um, definitely when it comes to other people who make stripper clothes, I'm mm-hmm. not boring. Um, that's important. I'm also not in it for the money. Uh, most people who deal with stripper clothes, they're only doing it because they're like, oh, I could sell an outfit for like $300 and, and, you know, strippers make money. I didn't do this for money. Um, my former boss even shared this extreme disliking towards strippers. I did it because I used to dance and I really enjoy the stage and I enjoy nightlife and entertainment. And it's hard. I make an outfit. I want you to really enjoy yourself. Um, I love seeing girls looking excited in the fitting room. Um, Record you so you can get a discount. Like, I want you to feel really good. I don't want people to just buy an outfit and be like, okay, the strip club can be depressing. Yeah. Um, It's not. I wouldn't say the way that the field is right now, it's not even, it's not made for everybody. But I wouldn't even encourage most people to go into it either. So I I just think people deserve to feel extremely, and I think you need to look nice. I'm sorry to close just, especially if a straight man (laughs) owns the line, like they get really boring. I'm tired of that. So if a straight man owns the a stripper line, oh really? It's extremely boring to me. He's just probably going to wholesale. He's probably not Mm. going to sew anything. Um, He's probably just going to buy outfits from somebody like me, and Mm. he'll just wholesale. 
the entire time. He doesn't know how it feels to be in that outfit and what. No, the and he doesn't care to, and he's not gonna yeah. sew. He's he may not even stone the outfits. He's just gonna buy them and resell them for expensive prices or for cheap and bring the market down. Yeah. Who knows? Nah, we can't have that. The the costume definitely matters, especially yeah, yeah. up there. What's the old uh Deion Sanders says, if you look good, you play good. So you know, if you look good, yeah, you want to dance good, you make more money. It affects like that. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. So how was like the dancing life for you? Oh, I hated it. I didn't last that long. No, I did not last that long. <laughs> like I was never one of the girls who went somewhere every day. Um I think it I think it was the male management. Yeah. It's like I have some written on my forehead that says I hate men. Cause it's like <laughs> men just come at me yeah. real crazy. It doesn't matter what I look like, what I wear, mm-hmm. I can lighten my voice. It doesn't matter. Like, there's something about my inner spirit because it's like, they just be wanting to start wars. Just always harassing you. Oh, man. my God. Yeah. It doesn't matter what goes on. Plus, apparently, I'm like the ugliest thing walking to most of the male management. What? Um, what I think it is, is that a lot of men who work management in clubs, they want to hire the girls that probably never give them a chance. They want to hire women that they probably wouldn't have access to mm-hmm. outside of a strip club. Uh, but yeah, very fat phobic. So any pudge of a belly a lot of times. <laughs> you said fag phobic? Fat <laughs> Phobic. Oh, Them fat. niggas do not like. I mean, if you find a club like people tell me in Dallas uh-huh. that they like a lot of belly fat or something like that. Mm. But that's another problem too. Is like you got to look like what that particular man likes when you walk in the building. And everybody says their manager is yeah. disorganized. So no, it didn't last that long for me. But I think maybe that was on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So like with P Valley, we kind of take a look into the story of some of the dancers and mm-hmm. like the things that they go through. Um, I can't remember all the characters' names. Uh, who's, Mercedes, Haley, who, who you want to talk about? Who's the one that has the baby with the uh, with the white guy? Um, Mississippi. Mississippi. There you go. This. There you oh. go. So do you, like, for Mississippi, right, is there, like, um, situations that you've seen to where it's, like, the boyfriend's constantly harassing the girl? Yeah, the that even happens in stores. When I worked at the Beauty Cave, that mm-hmm. kind of thing would happen. You would have a man come in. You could probably eye out what's happening. He might either be their pimp because they're going to tell you, um, or it'll be... The girl will say, this is my boyfriend, but the man, you could tell, it's probably not. So you could see a lot of pimp action. You could see abusive partners. Um, and yeah. that can go for even a queer relationship coming in because mm. a lot of clients will have a partner who's uncomfortable with them dancing, but yet somehow forces them. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, like I was saying, a lot of times when it comes to the strip club, people need money. They're not here because they're happy because a lot of times men don't make the club happy. Um, so yeah. when you deal with the clients coming to shop, you're still going to see the same type of thing going on. Mm-hmm. I, I get a lot of men, um, that call thinking I'm a sex shop store, Really, you know? So like anything that's sexual at all, yeah. you're going to see the same type of clients that you went in the club. So you do see Mississippi type of situations at times. Yeah. I have had to push people out when I used to work at that store. My store, I do a lot of spiritual protective shit. You're probably not going to make it in here. I'm going to just be honest. Like, I pray every time I come in here and leave, I don't need that shit. Do not come up in here pushing some woman around. Yeah, no, it's not I the best thing for a man to do. No, 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 no. Don't come in here with that. So, yeah, I don't practice too much spiritual stuff, but, you know, I'm a spiritual person. Okay. Not too religious and stuff. Yeah, we like were, that. we were talking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. I'm not too, too religious to where I'm, you know, at church every Sunday. I, you know, I go to church. Oh, I don't go to church. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You have a home right now. Yeah, at all. and there's nothing wrong. I think a lot of that's the big misconception about that is you have to be somewhere. I, I yeah. you know, the church does great things, but you don't have to go, mm. in my opinion. But so let me ask you this too: um, 
as a kid, did you do any type of artwork that kind of molded you into <laughs> what you do now? Yeah. Uh, I, my whole childhood was artsy. Um, my parents met at the Ensemble Theater. Oh, wow. Uh, you know that theater? No, but I mean, you oh. said theater, and that's that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, it's a black theater here in Houston. Where at? <laughs> it's a main area near... Jesus Christ, I should know well, better I'm, than that. I'm I grew look up it there. Up. Yeah, it's okay. okay. I'm it look is at. definitely main close to downtown. Okay. Um, my mom is a singer. They would act in plays. My what? dad did set design. And oh, then wow. I grew up, they just had me doing any old thing, man. Like, <laughs> it could have been piano or I was like directing some play in my room and it was very serious. I had to like write out the script and I had to like tell my parents, like, I'm about to memorize this script. As a kid, you were yeah. doing all this? I wasn't memorizing the script. I was writing <laughs> shit and then saying something different. <laughs> but like, I was doing crazy ass stuff. Like, I've always been artsy. So, and then I, I, um, in school, I did visual art all the time. In high school? Uh, elementary, middle, like, it was serious for me. It wasn't like, an, an elective. So, mm -hmm. yes, high school. I went to the high school for the performing and visual arts. I know the name has changed. I can't even memorize the new name. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I was visual art in college, too, for my oh. bachelor's. Yeah, and I think I remember us talking. Um, you had a couple options to go uh, for college. Oh, my God. Like, but yeah, it's okay to me now that I didn't go to those places. But mm -hmm. Pratt, Parsons, Otis, FIDM. L-I-T-F-I-T, like all those places, um, when they offer full rides, mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, oh, I'm about to go live in New York City. Yeah. No. They mean we're going to pay for a school, and then you need to figure out where the fuck you're going to live. And oh, I didn't understand that. I was sheltered. Um, so I didn't make it out there. I went to TSU my freshman year. Shout out to TSU. Which I loved. Um, yeah. Then I went to U of H. They had a lot more money to offer scholarship-wise for an art kid. But what it means is people like myself, when we make a lot of money, we need to put money at TSU for art kids. That's all that means. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I went to TSU for like a semester myself, and it was an amazing school. Uh, so it was a great experience for me. So I can only imagine how it was for you with art or you didn't do. It was crazy. Yeah, I was doing art. Okay, you yeah, were yeah. doing art. Okay, Nothing okay. else yeah. but art. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do need to do more programs like that to keep more artists like you in Houston and, you know, to think that That's they can That's what I'm trying there. to do with everything I do with my business. Yeah. I want Houston to be a place where we don't have to leave to go to L.A. or artists don't have to or leave to go to Vegas, mm -hmm. Miami, New York. Um, I want Houston to be a place where artistic people get to actually just be here. Like, yeah. So I want the nightlife and entertainment to get a lot more interesting. Like, a lot more. Yeah. That's yeah. why when I get my big storefront, it's going to look like a fucking club. <laughs> I've already planned the whole interior and the exterior out. Like, it's going to look like a club. Yeah, and that's something we didn't talk about, too, uh, for the people to let you know that you also do just, um, uh, just uh, I don't want to call it normal wear, but uh, street wear, I guess you want to say, like club wear. Club wear. wear. That's what we so call it, So yeah. basically, you could be the Chris club, but yeah. you're, when you come shop with me, you'll be getting clothes that are going to stand out, you know? Yeah. I like to say on or off the stage, you'll be center stage, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you will never see... An outfit with just one color, probably. Um, okay. I have a lot of multi-patterns and mul multiple colors. I, I like doing color blocking. Um, so I'm for the people that you can't find this like crazy shit put together at a regular store. Yeah. Um, that's what I want. I want even this dress was hard to find. I don't see blue cowhide. Nice I don't see blue <laughs> cowhide fabric anywhere. So that's my thing. I yeah, want right. different colors. Yeah. I want cowhide in every color. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's really important too, because especially with the nightlife in Houston, it's really huge. Like whenever yeah. I go out, like I always meet people from different cities that love to come here. Uh, mainly people into from Chicago, 
Okay. Um, so out Chicago. My mom's from there. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I met people from Chicago, New York, uh, L.A. They come down mm. here and just love the nightlife because every night here, really, you can find something yeah. that's just always, you know, going around. So with your custom boutique, I think that's important because it stand out yeah. and have a good time and look nice as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. Um, so yeah, what are your plans, I guess, you know, for the future? Like, how do you envision your store coming about? Okay, I need to work with Jocelyn Hernandez. Okay. I don't know. That that needs to either be her herself or I need to get on her show with my clothes. Um, okay, well, I'm going to start doing some vendor events that are targeted towards people who, like, let's say they have some sort of sexual related company, sex oriented, you know. Because it can be hard to fit your work in at regular vendor events. Um, so I'm working on some vendor events with an associate of mine. Those will be coming out quite soon. Um, and then I am fully implementing my spiritual services into the store. So the blue dollar is going to, like, it's pretty much I have this thing on my spiritual Twitter. Mm-hmm. Sugar, spice, and everything spiritual. So, you know, <laughs> everything secular, everything staged. So... Yeah, I'll be teaching seminars and classes soon on spell work. So it's it's about to be a real spooky, interesting place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I meant to ask you, where did the name Blue Dollar come from? I have no idea. You have no idea? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to—yeah, I yeah, I was driving, and it was a few weeks after I quit the beauty cave, uh-huh. and I just heard the Blue Dollar, and I'm like, that's it. Like on the radio? No, in my head. Oh, in your head. Okay. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah, I just <laughs> heard it in my fucking head. And um, I people love asking me that. They think there's yeah. some really deep reason. They're like, "Oh yeah. my god!" I'm like, "No." Nah. Because when I when I heard it and when I saw it, um, it made me think about the hundred dollar bill. And you know, I wasn't even thinking about that. That's yeah. how crazy that shit was. Yeah. I wasn't even logically saying like, "Oh, that okay." No, I just sort of the blue dollar, and I was driving, and I said, "That's gonna be the name." Yeah. <laughs> And what's really cool about your store, when people come and visit, y'all need to come and visit, uh, there's blue, like the walls are blue. Not right mm-hmm. here where we're right, uh, where we're at right now, but just everywhere else around is blue. The whole yeah, office Yeah, that's is already blue. the office building. Yeah, so yeah. I knew that was meant to be. I saw this office building about two years ago, mm-hmm. and a lot of office buildings do not allow for retail. So it just sort of went together because they allow me to do retail. So um, I was meant to be here. Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. I know, I know the fuck I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could tell because as soon as I walked in, I mean, you remember, I was just like, "Wow!" That's the first thing I said as soon as I walked in. I yeah. was just like, my mouth dropped. Yeah, when I, I toured this new room, me and my mom were like, "It's already blue!" Like yeah. we were screaming. I was just like, "All right, bet this is a bet. I'll stay here until I get the bigger storefront." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the store because as soon as you even walk in the building, you just have a really good feeling. It must feeling. be them plants and trees downstairs. Absolutely. That was a good idea for them to put like yeah. real, you know, whatever, shrubbery plants or whatever. I want to be more into nature, but, you know, that'll <laughs> come with time. That'll I mean, come with time. spiritual, so it's definitely going to come, right? Yeah, it's going to have to come. Everything's, yeah, it's yeah. going to have to come. It's yeah. all connected. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this is this is a really good place. And I really like your custom wear. Um, one of the, my favorite ones, uh, we can't show it right now, but. One that stood out to me was the... Uh, this one with the, the seashells? seashells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so funny. That was my first bra ever. Really? And it was just sort of makeshift. The reason those are on the wall, mm-hmm. that's hot glue, okay? So yeah. that's just for show. Um, the ones that are for sale use actual glues, right? But Okay, so that one's not really these for the These are dancers. literally, yeah, okay. shows, examples, you know? Um, 
And I'm gonna post this on my Instagram so y'all can see, you know. Yeah. So then kind of get a visual to come back. I like back to have to a it. lot of decor. Um, yeah. in the bigger storefront, it'll sort of mimic an art museum too because I want to mm -hmm. honor my background with visual art. Mm -hmm. I'll have some pedestals, platforms, um, and you can see like I'll probably encase some of my clothing, so it'll look it'll look like a strip club art museum thing going on. It's yeah. kind of like who I am. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm excited. Do you have like people who like kind of model your clothes, like dancing them to make sure that the material stays there or no. you just... You know, and clients can't actually put on the thongs, right? Um, sure. I have yeah, disposable underwear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have disposable underwear, but that'll be for like anything that's a full bottom or one of these full-fledged outfits with the thongs. I just say, look, no refunds, no exchanges, stretch it in your hands, figure that shit out, but you got to just take it, you know, like we're not doing that. No, let's not. Yeah. 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 But... um. Most people are actually focused on what their breasts look like yeah. in an outfit. Okay. Yeah. So I guess also, do you all make uh, custom? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm a guy, so I don't know too much about the bras and stuff. If a lady comes and pick it up, picks it out, do you have to sometimes make a different order depending on her breast yeah. size or yeah. stuff like if that? Yeah, okay. obviously, right? Like if she has bigger than, let's say, a D cup. Mm -hmm. Some people... They might have even like an F cup and they don't actually care. The point is for them to show almost all of their breasts. But if she wants something different, yeah, that'll be a custom order. Okay. Yeah. In-store yeah. shopping is going to be set a little differently because most clients don't have F cups. So <laughs> I won't have like predominantly, you know, and even with the F cup clients, they mm -hmm. want to show everything, especially webcamming clients. They want to show everything. They do not care. Oh, I didn't even think about the webcam clients. Yeah, yep, that's, that's turned up because of the pandemic. Yep. Oh, yeah. The oh, fans yeah. And stuff yeah. like that. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I did it for a short time. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is a huge business then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Well, I want to congratulate you on your store. This is a beautiful store. Thank uh, you. You know, and also congratulations on the opportunity for uh, the new season of P-Valley. You know, yes. I hope that show continues because it's a real good show. And then, I think it will. Yeah, and they need to continue to put you on there as well because this stuff here is like real nice like i would love to you. you know see the dancers um but yeah can you uh go ahead and uh plug in your instagram or whatever sure. information social so, media information for the store we've got the instagram mm -hmm. it's just going to be the blue dollar mm -hmm. um for the website it's actually that dollar um now, spiritual services are different um definitely twitter is predominant with spiritual work actually and really? that's just Yes. Oh, man, I'm not too uh, engaged into that. I didn't know. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, most of my clients find me there as Scorpio Lolo, but um, okay. yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to end up just putting everything together under the blue dollar. Okay. Yeah. That sounds great. It's just going to be one huge, like, magical, whimsical place. Yeah. I can't wait. So. To, yeah. I can't wait to see you do more. Like, I'm glad I found you. Because I'm going to enjoy this journey of you growing. Oh, like, my God. And you finding me personal Instagram? I, I was like, I hope this man doesn't think I'm fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. You're a comedian. Oh, God. <laughs> the like, filters, the jokes. Oh, man. The, yeah. I actually don't tell my clients about my personal Instagram. If they find it, that's fine. Yeah. Um, But I actually don't because I'm like, I don't want to scare people. Like, I, yeah. Like, I don't know. Some people think they're funny. They don't know like what type of goofiness I'm on. True, like true. So some yeah. people are afraid to be funny. That, or afraid to be themselves. And then I and then I scare them. Like I try my best <laughs> not to scare people. Yeah. And that's really hard for me. Really? I really yes, I scare uh, a lot of people. Really? 
I probably don't scare you maybe because of something about you, right? Hey. But most people, <laughs> yeah, it's either I'm loud or they're like, really? you're some fucking witch doctor or, Whoa. you know, because they walk in here and they see candles, they fucking no, panic. Like, no. I don't know what childhood wound trauma they've got with candles. Like, <laughs> You're just out here triggering people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a Scorpio. So oh, if you yeah, know anything yeah, about astrology, yeah, 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 we trigger the fuck out of people. But... Oh, God. Even this wig today, I was not going to put this shit on. Oh. Like, it was doing a lot. And I'm like, you know what? Oh, well. Because I can't be normal if I tried. So, <laughs> As you should like, be. You're not, we're not meant to be in a box. Be yourself. Oh, yeah. I couldn't imagine That's a box. That's what it's all about. Oh. Well, Lola, thank you very much for being on the show. I really enjoyed this interview. Thank and, you. And I Me know too. everybody else did. So, we'll, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Mm-hmm.